Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going? Anyways, Kyle. What's up, dude? Oh, not too much. Just doing a podcast. What are you doing? Just hanging out. Me too. What a a coincidence. (laughs) I'm also doing a podcast. Here in the interrogation room. Um, Yeah, fucking, I'm tired. I ran today again. Nice. I'm 10 Skip days. Skip the gym though, bitch. 10 days. I, I, well, I had no time. I've actually, I went to the gym yesterday without you and th- that's very boring. But the point is. You got it in there? I'm 10. Yeah. I, you know, I meant. Good workout? Went through the motions. At least I went through the motions. Still feel fat? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I know that I feel fat because I am fat. <laughs> you still got mirrors? Yeah, I still got mirrors. I still have. You're looking leaner though, for sure. That's well, something's working. I've been the the, the real worst part is being sober for the last ten days, and it's you know it's fucking boring. It lives up to all the boring hype of being sober. I've been doing the opposite. I've been taking every excuse to go out and drink. As soon as one person says, "Hey, do you want?" I'm, I'm just in every time now. Do you know what I learned though? I really gotta stop. I used to think that I didn't get hangovers. Turns out I was just always hungover. Every single day I was hungover. <laughs> yeah. Of my life. That's Even a- when I didn't drink for like a few days, that would just be enough to like I feel like I have energy and a clarity and like Isn't like, it great? Yeah, I guess this is what people walk around like all the yeah. time. <laughs> exactly. And I've been like sober sober. I didn't even smoke also, weed. Also working out gives you that good feeling too. Most of the time I smoke weed, like when I quit drinking, I just smoke weed like all day. Like in the morning for sure. Usually Really? On lunch and after work and before bed. So yeah, going clean. Yeah, it's very boring. It's actually it's not that hard because I know I have an end. If I was this like the rest of my life, like yeah. if, this, if I was in AA, it wouldn't last. No, because anything for the rest of my life is. First of all, your comedy career would be over. You'd get no more good stories. Remember when I used to? <laughs> I used to be. I used to do all this crazy shit. That's true. Well, hopefully, I don't do anything retarded. How's it been? What's up? What's new? Nothing. Uh yeah, I don't know drama and the fucking comedy scene here. Yeah, we don't we don't want to discuss no that. Yeah. Um, so to the Bible then. Just been f- fucking. It's depressing. Dealing with shit. It's depressing. It sucks month. when you're friends with two people and they break up. Yeah. I just got I like I was helping them one of them move out. Mm-hmm. Because she tricked me, <laughs> literally asked me to cut. Said she'd give me a ride home. Just yeah, it's Papa here. I'll give you a ride home. I was like, cool. Oh, by the way, carry all this shit. And by the way, unpack it at my new place. And then maybe I'll give. I had to get someone else that was also helping her move to give me a fucking ride home. It's bullshit. So we're moving the stuff in the fucking truck, which is difficult to get the back of the truck. And then the other half comes over and goes, "Fuck that! She's not taking that." Help me get that out of there. So I'm like loading and unloading the same goddamn shit. That's hilarious. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like an Abbott and Costello sketch. <laughs> Put that in. Take that out. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's Depression Month in Kelowna Comedy. Everyone's breaking up. It's weird. It's the opposite in, of regular people. They break up in summer, fuck a bunch of randos, and then start uh, getting serious in winter. Cuddle up under some blankets. We're like, fuck that. Too happy. Let's get sad again. Let's get sad. My that's, jokes are struggling. That'd be a good album title, I think. Let's get sad again. Yeah, no, just let's get sad. I like again. I mean, that implying you—that'd be the second album. <laughs> that would be the sequel. <laughs> let's, I think sadness is. What would be the third? Kill yourself. Yeah. If you, what are you still doing here? <laughs> would be the third. Why am I still here? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think sadness oh, is... Oh, really? It feels like you're pandering at this point. <laughs> I think sadness is the most... Me- like, if you're angry, you don't get it yet. Sadness is really, like... You first you get angry when you don't understand the way everything works, and then you get sad, and you just like live there. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that well, that, you've matured. I've come to terms with life. Yeah, and you know what? I'm happier now. I got sad, but I've raised my lower. I've lowered my happiness bar, and now they almost meet each other. That's then. <laughs> so, so it's perfect. You found an equilibrium. <laughs> exactly. I used to be very angry when I was like 20, and I'd be like, "Can you believe all this injustice? How bad it is!" And now I'm just like, "Yeah, it's fucked." There's I was never that angry. Do. I was like, "Oh, same shit everywhere." <laughs> cool. I'm just gonna do my thing. You just and it? ignore it. Yeah, I did. I never got that bad. I mean. When I was a teenager, I punched walls a lot, if that counts. Well, that's not, that's very angry. It's pretty mad, but I don't know at what. Just just my life, I think. Yeah. More than more than the existence of uh, humanity as a whole. Well, I was just I thought nobody knew about stuff, so I was the smart ass guy going, Do you know what's going on somewhere else in the world? Or do you know what you know the United States government did? I used to argue to people about God. That was yeah. I did that too. Well, I just did that, grew up there. Got my, uh, I cut my teeth doing that against, you know, some of the greatest theological minds of our era. See, I did it with people who pretty much believed in Santa still, so it was a pretty easy argument. You know, it's like, why do you believe in God? My parents. Okay, you're dumb. Here's all the reasons why there isn't one. Come at me. I can't believe people just get told what to believe and believe it, like without ever. I guess it's comforting to think someone else knows all the answers and you're like, well, they know. So I guess that's it. You've never thought of something that they didn't like. It just blows my mind that you never even questioned. Isn't that why I'm not saying we're smart, but isn't that why they're saying like the smarter you are, the sadder you are, because the more you realize everything is fucked up. Yeah. Like Elon Musk is like probably one of the smartest people in the world currently. He was so sad on Joe Rogan's podcast a while ago. So sad. He's just like, he knows what's coming. (laughs) And he's like, we're fucked. I can't do anything about it, and I'm the most innovative person on this planet. That's why he's trying to get off this planet. Yeah, I know. He's like, get Straight me the up. fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. We're building spaceships. First of all, for sure he's got his own fuck you rocket. Yeah. For sure he does. <laughs> I don't give a shit whether they actually make it to Mars in the next 10 years. He's got his already. <laughs> yeah. You know? Eject <laughs> for, the stratosphere. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Oh. I'll bring two of my hot celebrity chicks I'm currently banging. I'm not going to even repopulate. He's just going to live his life in a rover. Does Elon Musk have celebrity girlfriends? Or... Yeah, he dates celebrities. As soon as he like became like famous yeah. through... I mean, he always had a lot of money. But as soon as he became like, a weird, culty figure, he started dating like really hot celebrities. That chick that fucked up Johnny Depp... No, I like, don't know. Like cut him up and shit. I don't his know His last wife. Is. He started dating... Elon Musk dated her right after. What? A... She's a hot, really gothy He's like chick. one of the smartest guys in the world. He picks that chick... Yeah, he's got the same type as me. <laughs> Crazy fucking goth chicks. All right. Well. I can never seem to find the combo, but one do, or the other. Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? God, no. God, no. We said the song of Deborah, which Give was the me. poetic version. Oh, yeah, of... that sucked. It's the same, just the same shit. I like how they boiled it down. Like, maybe people like this version, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, you didn't like the first three? But how I, about this one? I bring good tidings of great joy. For about 300 pages, the Bible is the most interesting it's probably going to get. Ah, the New Testament's got some wild shit That's there. how you're selling it? With all the stories? So all- what episode's that going to be? One, 130? Then we're done? 
No, no. And, then, then, and then fuck the rest. Well, then there's the prophets, which you need to hear because people believe that that's <laughs> that's where your salvation is. But these are all the stories you hear in Sunday school. Like we're talking about King David. We're talking about Gideon. We're talking about it's hard murder, to... incest, fucking oh, backstabbing, that's, that's wars, shit. the mighty men, King Solomon, King Saul, the, the conquering of Babylon and Babylon conquering Israel. It's the, all the good shit. It's I, pro- I'm not going to lie. My ears went... As soon as you said incest, I was like, that's give me some of that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a movie of the Bible, this is probably where you start. Bunch of I cousin mean, fuckers. You'd start maybe with Abraham and Moses and then the, fuck all the ark shit and the desert and the laws. Like, that's that's honestly the most grueling part of the Bible. Then it's the stories. Then it's the prophets. Then it's the New Testament, which is where your, your salvation is. And okay. then the wild wacky ending of what's going to happen at the end of the time. <laughs> it Re- is wacky. I mean, stay, I, stay tuned. The, the final like ch- two months of this podcast are fucking bananas. If we ever get there. But today we think, read about uh, Gwen Stefani wrote that song about the Bible. B N A N A S. Yeah. Because this shit is bananas. Yeah. Good one, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> so this is the story of Gideon. This is found. Come in see me this weekend. Judges chapter six. Um, again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord right away. So of course, if you, Oh, could, same fucking formula as always. Yeah. If you remember, Sweet. it says, uh, I think it said that they had the land. Then the land had 40 years of peace. Oh, sorry. Then the land had peace for 40 years. No, then the land had peace 40 years. So 40 years of good times. Basically one generation goes by. The next chapter starts again. The Israelites did evil in the eyes. I of I like the Lord. how they don't ex- like they don't expound upon the peaceful parts at all. It was nice. Like, let's see what did they do to keep it peaceful? What did they do to please God? Every day they went to the tent of meeting and slaughtered the animals. No one fucking jerked off on the ground. No one picked up a graven image. You know, they made the women leave the camp. They did everything by the book. Every single thing for forty years. It was fine. Then the and then again the Israelites did evil. Are women allowed to bleed out of the rest of their body, or do that's a good question? I think do they get a cut and have to? No, it's only menstrual. No, I can't. They they addressed what happens when you get a wound, right? I don't remember though. I I don't remember either, but it's different. Menstrual blood is specifically bad. Yeah, it's definitely grosser. It's I mean it is grosser. (laughs) It's for sure. It's half a baby. (laughs) It's mostly a baby. It's a boneless baby. (laughs) <laughs> same reason comes gross I, I mean that's like a it doesn't stop me from putting it in their fucking mouth it's weird how you put like the jelly in the, the I don't know you yep. got you got your white jelly and your red jelly and that somehow mm-hmm. makes it's like bones a, and stuff that makes a really gross sandwich <laughs> a jelly jelly sandwich I gotta pause real quick okay? we're back nope. I already now we're back <laughs> a little delay there I don't remember what we were just talking about so I'm restarting Again, we're talking about how there's 40 years of peace. Okay, so 40 years of peace. peace. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in the mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. Let's remember that the Amalekites were destroyed completely, erased yep. off the face of the earth. Here given, they are, bothering them again. I wonder how that happened. I think they gave they got given to God and God gave them back. He's like, I don't want them. 
Um, and th- another thing, so they've been reduced to living in caves. Basically, they plant crops, and then every harvest time, the Midians go, "Hey, you want to go get some free food?" And they come over and just steal it from the Israelites. It's a really miserable time to be in Israel. That's a sweet situation for you, though. Miserable. Look at all this free shit over here. Yeah. Um, so planted by the Midianites, Amalekites, and other Eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither. See, why would they do that if they're stealing their crops? Um, I think that they, they ruined the land and crops and did not spare a living thing. That could either mean didn't spare. They took it or they or, killed it or they killed it. And I get that makes sense because Take whatever you can, and let's not give them anything. Like, fuck these people. Yeah, I guess let them die. Yeah, you don't really... They didn't really understand... This is actually historical. Like, a lot of times, ancient, ancient conquerors, they just killed whoever that they invaded. It was around the time of the Romans or Genghis Khan. Like, Genghis Khan just killed entire Chinese cities to the man. And eventually, the Chinese were like, listen... If you let these people live, they can work the land, give you food, money, tribute, silk, all that stuff. And he's like, huh, that seems like a good idea. Maybe we won't mm. kill them all. Can I still do all the raping, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. absolutely. Have That's another it. thing. They'll be alive. You can rape them more. <laughs> you can do it more than once. <laughs> you can rape their children. Remember that one rape that was really fucking good? You can double down, double back. So, but, Double dip. That's what I was going for, double dip. A lot of... So ancient societies mostly just completely killed their enemies because you didn't want them to you know get strong again and maybe come back to yeah. get you you just got to keep them down you don't have to kill them suppressed. you just got to keep them suppressed was is it Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan I say Genghis because Dan Carlin says Genghis then he's probably right yeah so Genghis Khan was he like is he the most ruthless one of yeah like traveling he, warlord I think he's got the highest kill count till Hitler yeah but he did most of them with his goddamn hands, right? Well, he was he, leading the army. The way the Mongols did it, they would, however many people need to get executed that day. Let's say you got to kill two hundred thousand people, and he's got twenty thousand warriors. Everybody's killing. Yeah, that makes sense. Ten people. Yep. So he just divided it up, and then you bring the ears to your commanding officer. They count up the ears. They put it in a bigger bag. Count up the ears. Oh, that is that's systematic. That's way more fucked up than yeah. I thought it was. They could kill. I they just rampage into a city and burn. And well, kill they would. They well. would kill. Like it would be a war, and they would kill all those people. Then they would line is them a, up. Is it a war if you're just going up to farmers and murdering them? Or is it that's, a slaughter? Uh, no, that's a slaughter. But w- systematic, that's different from when they actually lined them up, divided them into groups of X amount of people, uh-huh. and had each soldier kill that many. That's that's systematic. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. And also a good way to do it. <laughs> if I was to do it. The logistics, when you think about the logistics of killing 200,000 people in an afternoon. You know afternoon, what I would do? I would, just, uh, I would just kill five people, cut off both their ears. You, you know which <laughs> ear. You can't bring fucking left and right ears. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I figured it out. We got a bag of left and right ears here. So and so, that's punishable by death. By the way, you don't pick up the bowstring of the guy in front of you. Death. Bowst. So the archer in front of you, his string snaps. You don't pick it up because they save their bowstrings. I guess they're rare. Yes. So you don't pick it up. Death. One of your guys charges in. The other nine don't. All nine death. One of your guys retreats. The other oh nine don't. My God. All nine death. They, they they were strict as fuck. So you bring in, you're bringing in your right ears, Kyle. <laughs> they're going to take your fucking ears yeah, off. Yeah, they're stupid, though. Um, so they did not spare this. Uh, the, the Midianites didn't spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. <clears throat> they came up 
with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count the men and their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. So seven years Again. this has been happening. So 40 years was good. Seven years the Midianites and the Amalekites back from the dead. Because they stopped worshiping God. They did evil in the eyes yeah. of the Lord. Which so would, he stopped protecting them. Yeah. Conveniently at the same time other people were about to attack them. Yeah, it's, it's a propaganda book, cop. Uh, when the Israelites cried like to the Lord. Like you think if, he, if that was actually true and he stopped protecting them, there'd be a gap in time where he wasn't protecting them. Where they'd just be on their own and they would do well once. Yeah. Like you play enough games, you're going to win one. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, in that 40 years, it's possible. There's not one time it's like the the Israelites thrived, yet God wasn't on their side. <laughs> not one time does it say no, that. No, 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 no. It's this. I mean, of course not. That's the whole point of this book. But there's lots of other people thriving without God. I know. That's the, the whole point of this book. So he picked the Jews as his favorite people because they're so fucking useless that without him... They have nothing, and they will never have anything. It would seem that way. In fact, as soon as he abandons them, they get completely fucked by everybody. And the and some, I guess, some people would argue the inverse of what you're saying is that whenever anybody else is doing good, God is allowing them to do good to punish the Israelites, which sees which is dumb as fuck. But like, you can't just come out of nothing, right? Yeah. So they have to have, like, the army ready to crush the Israelites didn't just pop out of nowhere. They have to let them thrive for decades. I know. I, you're right. <laughs> so You're right. But so I, it's like, so he knew decades ahead that he was going to punish the Israelites, so he let them build up an army, because now you're going to fuck up 20 years later. Yes. Perfect. Ex awesome. Exactly that, that, Kyle. Let's move on. When we the Israelites cried to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I snatched you from the power of Egypt and from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them from before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But you have not listened to me. So God's upset that they've now worshipped the gods of the Amorites. Well, the, why wouldn't you? They just fucked us in the ass. Like they, they seem like their God's doing pretty good. The angel of the Lord came down and sat under the oak. In wouldn't you back then, if you were, you wouldn't you just believe whatever God just kicked your ass? Because then, mm. by by the logic of the gods controlling the people, they would be the then the more powerful God. Sometimes but then God just goes, "I wasn't there that time." Like, Some, fuck you. Sometimes that did happen. People were like, "Well, your God is clearly more powerful." And that's basically how so Christianity became the dominant religion in later years when it became the religion of the Roman Empire. And then it spread to the Germanic people and they conquered everybody and said, look, our God has a bigger dick than your God. Yeah, I'd be like, and that's that's I'd be like, pull it out. Oh, fuck, that is big. All that's right. why there's <laughs> so many Christians and Muslims today is they both spread their religion by the sword. Ooh, so Muslims have big dicks, too. Like well, so. Muslims, it's right in there. It says, you know, if they don't, the unbelievers don't believe it's. Literally a never-ending jihad against everyone who doesn't believe in Islam. So that's how we know India's dicks real. Uh, God's real shitty. I mean, why? Because they got small dicks. Is that is that how we know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why there's not enough people believe in. Uh, how many gods do they have? What do, what do Indians believe? There's lots of different types Sikhs, of Indian Hindus, religions, though. Sikhs, Hindus. Oh, there's a bunch of weird ones. There's Islams. There's uh, Muslims, what's the one with Buddha? Islams. The one with Buddha. That's uh, Buddhism. Buddhism. <laughs> 
And that's like Eastern. There, I don't think there's many Indian Buddhists. I thought that was more like Chinese and the Pali. I think India and... has a lot of everything, but there's a lot of fucking. Yeah, people. I guess there's like two and billion all, Indians. And all of their gods suck because they all got small dicks. India had to get extra small condoms made. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak tree in opera. Would you rather? Oprah. Would you rather be? Uh, a black guy with like a six inch dick or seven inch dick. I don't like give below, a fuck below average. about dick size. Or would you like? I don't give a fuck. In in like a black. Let's. You're in Jamaica. It's mostly black country, and you have like a below average dick, but it's still pretty fucking big. But you're below average, right? Okay. Small dick. Let's say. Let's say. Six I don't inch care dick. about the size of my or dick at all. Would you rather? Or would you rather be in India with a five inch dick and it's fucking huge comparatively? I, I don't give a fuck. I would probably go with India, though, just to be the bi- relative dick size is, sure. is, the, is the measurement. <laughs> yeah. if, if you were the Jamaican guy, you'd have to move to India to be relevant. <laughs> exactly. But you can move. But I think clearly enough people have seen my dick to know that I don't give a fuck about my dick size. And it's not that bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's what I'd rate it as. Fine. I'm no... I'm not my brother. <laughs> which which one? I'm not Shout him say. out. I'm not going to say. I think nice I said him. before. We're having a fat cock. Um, oh, yeah. The angel Lord came down and sat under the oak tree in opera that belonged to Joash, the Abazirite. Ooh, what the fuck is where that? Where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep, <laughs> to keep it from the Midianites. What are you doing threshing wheat in a wine press, Gideon, you moron? To make wheat juice. <laughs> I think that's okay. I'm not at all qualified to make this judgment, but if you're threshing wheat in a wine press, things have got to be real fucking wrong in your life. I'm also not certain what threshing means. Threshing means separating like the seeds, the, the grain yeah. from like everything else. Well, how the fuck do you do that in a wine press? They must. They must have been desperate. It says to keep it from the Midianites, so he's hiding weed or something in a wine press. <laughs> When the angel of the Lord, is this the Jews? Yes, this is this is uh, Joash the Abazirite. What the fuck is an son, Abazirite? I, they're brand new. That's the first time they've been mentioned in the Bible. And it's going to be like, yeah, they've been around for thirty thousand years. Yeah, but this is their first mention. They're not. not it's not a tribe of Israel, so it might be a family or a clan in a tribe. I think I'm quite sure he's is Jewish. I think I think he's Israeli. So okay, an angel appears to him and says, "The Lord is with you, mighty warrior." But sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why, why does everything all... suck? Why, is why does all... my life suck? Why am I thrushing wheat in a wine press? If the Lord is with me, you stupid asshole. <laughs> You're totally right. But sir, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? <clears throat> Where are all his wonders? Why is my dick small? Why did my wife leave me? Why do my kids suck at sports? Where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? (laughs) (laughs) But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. So exactly what you said. It's, this is actually kind of like my cool part of the Bible because it's like the first time I've heard the Jews go, what the fuck? I don't think he's actually with us. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of shit's been happening. Also, my dad told me this story about wandering the desert for 40 years. What the fuck is that? Where are signs and wonders now? Um, So back to the Bible. The Lord turned to him and said, the Lord turned to him. So this is an angel. I guess 
when he says the Lord, I think that's the angel or the Lord is embodying the angel. You're really, uh, you're stretching that. It just says the Lord. Well, the angel's there, and then it says, The Lord turned to him and said, Go in strength. So so the Lord appeared then. Yeah, Next, So the angel right. came, and he said, The Lord's with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon goes, What the fuck? No, he isn't. This place like sucks. God sent the angel. Took him like a week to get there. And then God's like, I just can't get here. <laughs> the angel gets there. He's like, The Lord's with you. He's like, No, he isn't. He goes to open his mouth, and then goes, Ah. Well, the angel says, and then Gideon's like, No. And then the Lord's like, Look, I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. So, okay. So the Lord turned to him and said, go in strength. You have what? Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? But Lord. Um, okay. There's a note there that says about a third of a bushel, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but Lord, that is probably about three fifths bushel, bushel or 22 liters. Literally. Look at that. But Lord, little a. You go down. Okay, little A. Go down to the bottom. What the fuck? No, or sir. Oh, whoops. That's the B. Oh, whoops. Sorry, I read the wrong note, guys. <laughs> but Lord. It makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I'm stupid. But Lord, or sir. So I guess that's the angel again. Because he first called the angel sir. Then he says the Lord turned to him. But Lord. So Lord and sir is one of those homonyms in Hebrew. That means both. So it could mean the whole time it could be sir our God. Holy just some shit. guy. Just some dude. Oh my god. I can't believe the one language God chooses to fucking give us his word and everything. It's riddles at every turn. I mean, English would be up there with one of the... They say it's one of the horrible languages to learn because of all the homonyms and spelling and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. That makes so, sense. So Hebrews... What's like a good simple language? Korean. Really? Apparently it's like one of the most straightforward languages. But nothing is good to read in Korean because there's no there's poetic no subtlety. Yeah. Okay. That's I what, get it. I guess you gotta. That's the great thing. That's when poetry or you know they use language nicely. That wow, what a word. But <laughs> <laughs> so poetry, they use it nicely. No. But the interesting part of language is when it if means two things. Someone wants to send a thesaurus and you can send it to When him. it means two <laughs> things, that's the interesting part about it. Like when it's when you're reading something and it's like. You know, James Joyce. It's like, like seven layers. Like dog can mean an animal or an ugly woman. Yeah, okay. But Lord, <laughs> Gideon asks, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Massanay. So he's from the half tribe and he's from the weakest clan. I think that's what his family is, that uh, the Abizirite. Abizirite? My clan, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. So he is a clan. Yeah. How come it wasn't mentioned before? Because it's, he the, mentioned it's all the, the weakest in the half clan. Oh, okay. In the half tribe. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. So he's the fucking literal bottom, bottom of, of the, the total bottom. Pool. Yeah. He's threshing wheat in a wine press. And, <laughs> and he's like, the Lord's with you, mighty warrior. He's like, fuck off. No, he isn't. This place sucks, and I'm the biggest dork in my fucking yeah, clan. Everyone hates me. Yeah. Uh, notice this is exactly, this is like another archetype of the Bible. They take somebody that was weak, and God makes them strong. Like Moses. Yeah. Granted, he was a prince in Egypt, but he was like, I'm not good at public speaking. I don't want to do this. And he's like, who made your mouth? I could, well, we're going to do this. So um, the Lord answered Gideon, I will be with you. And <laughs> yeah, we'll I made it. Now use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my holy cock. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
the Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. How dumb is that? He's literally talking to an angel of the Lord, and yep. he says, Give me a sign, it's really you. Yeah, but do they just look like dudes? Because we were talking about this before. I don't think they have weight. I think they just look like dudes. I think someone's just like, I'm an angel. Yeah. Because if they weren't, why would a whole town try and rape them? First of all, because I would, they're just two new dudes. They want that hot angel hole. I mean, that is a cool kink. <laughs> do angels have holes? That We went over this. We don't know. I don't know oh. if they have generals or not. But they okay. do refer to them as male and female sometimes. Yeah. So, so yes. They, so they got some, so they do then. They must. Yes, and there's no transgendered angels cuz God is against that. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Implicitly. He doesn't it's not expressly against that, but plus there's no surgeon in heaven, right? Cuz mm. everything's already perfect yeah. in his eyes. He doesn't allow nose jobs. Even mongoloids. <laughs> you mean people from Mongolia? Yeah. Okay. Um Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and made from an ephah of flowers, that is about three-fifths bushel or 22 liters. Oh. 22 liters of flour. That's a fucking... How many loaves of bread do you think that is? 22 liters of flour? Yeah. Holy fuck. I don't know. He's making a big-ass, giant-ass loaf of bread. Let's say per liter, I bet you get five loaves. So Gideon went so in... So we're talking over 100. And made 100 loaves of bread. 120. Um, he prepared a young goat. Um, and from an ephah flour, he made bread without yeast, putting the meat in a basket. That seems like too much. That seems like way too much fucking bread to make. That would take all day. Yeah. <laughs> You're feeding a lot of people. Is it his job to be the baker? Um, you know, so, some bakeries make hundreds of loaves of bread in a day. Yeah, but it's one guy. And he's feeding an angel or God. It's so he's got an offering for God. So oh, okay. he made a goat, an ephah flour. He made bread without yeast, putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot. He brought them. I'm sick of that. You can't make bread without yeast. Well, that's what he did. It's called flatbread, Kyle. It sucks. You ever had a flatbread sandwich at Subway? It's awful. Well, it's in the name. Hey, flat what's bread. the best part about bread? Oh, the soft textured part. Flat. Oh, yeah, that's that's God. We flat don't have that part. Bread. You know the dense, shitty part? Yeah, we got that. Flat bread. Love it. It's in the title. Or maybe it's like a tortilla. Or is it like non? So he offered to them, offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God. Yeah, I, non. I can get down with tortillas. Non, tortillas, all good examples. Wraps. Maybe he made the angel <laughs> a goat wrap. <laughs> he was on a diet. He just came back from California. The angel of God said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread, place them on this rock and pour <laughs> out the broth. And Gideon did so. With the tip of his staff, pour it out. That was in his hand. The angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread. Flyer, fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread. So, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. So the angel, with a mouth and looking human, presumably somewhat male or female, yeah. rather. So they have to be human-like. Yeah. Doesn't even eat it. No, he touches it with his staff. Gideon's hey, take staff. all that shit you worked really hard on well, and God, ruin it. God, God consumed it with fire. That's a pleasing aroma to the Lord, right? Yeah. God likes things to... But he give it to the angel, though. I guess the angel likes burning shit, The too. angel is God's messenger. The angels aren't holy. It's not, a lot of times, many times in the Bible, people start to worship an angel. And they go, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not God. 
You want to get us both killed? That's what happens. Yeah. He's like, you know that guy? He seems cool, but he's not. Look, as soon as he finds out he's worshiping me, you know what he's going to do to me? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Can we take me down to that weird back room he has in heaven that no one's allowed to go in? So then the angel disappeared. <laughs> when Gideon realized that it was an angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Ah, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. So I guess it was the consuming of the fire and the disappearing that made him really believe it was an angel, which would lead me to believe your previous assumption was correct. That it looks like a dude. That it was just some guy that's like, yo, I'm an angel. And he's like, fuck off. This place sucks. I'm the lo- biggest loser in my clan. He's like, I'm in Puerto Rico. There's angels everywhere. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in hell. But the Lord said to him, peace, be not be afraid. You are not going to die. That's always comforting because cool, that's one that, of, that was a lot of fire. That's one of the first things that happens when you see God. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it the Lord is peace. To this day, it stands in Ophirah of the Abyssinians. Probably doesn't. Not to this day. When they wrote this, to this day is a in the context of whenever who's reading it. I th- do you think that's where mm-hmm. Oprah got her name? It's just got one extra H in it. Hell yeah. And it means you know, the Lord is peace. Do you know what a friend named her fucking dog? What? <laughs> Fuck. What is it? It's watermelon something. That's dumb. What? <laughs> Fuck. Cool story, it's such pal. A stu- oh, I can't remember. Guess what our friend... No, no, no. It's watermelon Drea. Who did that? Valina. That's retarded. No, not Valina. Holy fuck, my brain is broken. Diana? Diana. That's... Diana, if you listen to this, that's a dumb name. All right. Because apparently, Valina knew this black lady from Jamaica. Diana knew this black lady. No, no, no. Valina did. Okay. Valina told Diana the story, and then Diana named the dog that. I like when people give dogs human names like Frank. Come here, Frank. (laughs) Hold on. I left Frank in the car. All that kind of shit. (laughs) Do you actually like that? Yeah. I I fucking hate that. I think it's funny. Either that or something totally like, you know, like a cunt or something. Do you know what I like to think? What? Like that the the girl she met from Jamaica was adopted by like a white family. And they're like, what's, we got to give them a traditional, (laughs) traditional Jamaican name. Watermelon. Watermelon (laughs) tray. They're going to call her fried chicken Stephanie, but (laughs) didn't have the same ring to it. Oh my God. Moving on. <laughs> that same night. So Gideon built the altar and called the place opera. We're which both means quiet laughing eh? So it's just like awkward. <laughs> no, I think people can hear us breathing in. Yeah. Um, that same night, the Lord <laughs> said to him, take the second bull from your father's herd. The one seven years old. Or take a full grown mature bull from your father's herd. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. That is the symbol of the goddess Asherah here and elsewhere in Judges. So Gideon's dad has an altar to Baal and a pole for Asherah right next to each other. Pretty big red flags in the eyes of the Lord. That's fucked up. So God says, take a bull, tear down your father's altar and Asherah pole. Take a bull? Like a bull, like a big seven-year-old cow. Tear it down. And then... And then build the proper kind of altar or build with layers of stone. Um, altar to the Lord, your God, on the top of this height. Using the wood from the Asherah pole that you cut down, 
Offer the second bowl as a burnt offering. That's kind of cool. God's like, take what they used to do to that other God and use that as kindling to light me a fire. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> so Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But, it, but because he was afraid of his family and the men of the town, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. What a pussy. No shit. So and everyone's like, what happened to the other altar? In the morning, when the men of the town got up, there was Baal's altar, demolished, with the astral pole beside it cut down. I like how no one heard this in the night. And this, Just a giant yeah. altar crashing down. Ten slaves. Yeah. The bull being slaughtered. It's a lot of ruckus. And the, you'd see the fire. You'd see everything and you'd hear everything. It's a bullshit story. I mean, it's also possible. I mean, how close do you live to your neighbors? They could be way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere. Very true. And how close is the altar to where you live? Yeah. So once it's over the horizon, that's like new. But the next like day, they era. saw the altar demolished, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. There's an exclamation point there. Then they asked each other, "Who did this?" When they carefully investigated, they were told Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The men of the town demanded of Joash, "Bring out your son." He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, Are you going to plead ba Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal is real, really a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So that day they called Gideon Jeroboam. You have the same logic to God's altar. Exactly. Exactly that. As soon as someone knocks down God's altar, now there's no God. Well, in the Bible, every time that happens, God punishes them. Oh, true. Because this is a propaganda story. With something that was already about to happen or was currently <laughs> happening. Or, you know, he smit them with plague. He let snakes go Those in Those are the cool them. ones. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people that live next to you that hate you. They're going to take your stuff. And it's probably because of that altar thing seven years ago. <laughs> exactly. Remember that? It's actually directly correlated to the seven years ago altar thing. I take full credit. But so doesn't they... matter why it took so long. <laughs> but let's you could go into a church today. I can I consistently defy God, I guess, to his non existent face. Well, you know, we've done it on the podcast. God your church sucks and your altars are horseshit. All right? Defend yourself, you fucking asshole. Nothing's happened so far. You smite this podcast studio. I dare you. I love the uh, George Carlin. If there is a God, may he strike this audience dead. <laughs> that is a great one. Um, if Baal is really a God, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So that day they called Gideon, Jerob Baal, which means uh, let Baal contend. Saying, let Baal contend with him because he broke down Baal's altar. Now all the Midianites and Amalekites and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Oh, excuse me. My legs are falling asleep because of these fucking stools. <laughs> you don't like my high stools? Oh, I'm just going to stand for a bit. It's all that running you've been doing. Um, so that day, uh, now the Midianites, Amalekites, and other Eastern peoples, the Amalekites, who were wiped off the face of the earth and their memory totally erased. Nope. No, uh, joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped Did in the valley. Did they mention them not like a paragraph later? Yeah, like the next page. Yeah. But I just like to bring it up all the time because this book is full of shit. Uh, I like how there was no proofreading. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. And he blew a trumpet, summoning... What, what do people say about that? Do we talk about that already? Do they just go, those are different Amalekites? 
Um, I've not. I I wish I would have had the presence of mind to ask my tour guide or somebody in Israel, but I've I've never asked anybody about that. Um, it's to me just an obvious symptom of the Bible being horseshit. Because this is clearly way after the when they first encountered them in the Exodus, right? This is clearly many years after. Yeah. Now. So, like in the previous story, you could say that was that happened before they totally destroyed them, or you know, simultaneously there was a different group of Amalekites. But this is now very annoying to me. Um. So the spirit of the Lord came Maybe upon. Maybe someone who just stole the famous last name. Um, then the spirit of the Lord, yeah, a different. There are different Amalekites. Yeah. That's maybe one solution. I mean, that's probably what they'd say, and it's not something we can go like, no. You can just be like, oh, I maybe mean, you can. If you fucking totally like, if you go up, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example in history where somebody fucking totally wiped out somebody else, and then another tribe comes from the same region. They're like, we're the new Amalekites. <laughs> yeah, because the last ones had such a good run. Well, being totally destroyed. Do you know what's funny? Actually, Genghis Khan that he they were named uh, the Mongols or the the Tartars. They weren't the Tartars. They killed all the Tartars, but because that they had they, a good reputation. or No, something? they they so they killed all the Tartars. Or um, what do you call it when you consume them into your tribe? Amalgamated. Okay. Anyways, they they, they absor- killed. They absorbed or them. Absorbed. That's the word I'm looking for. But then. The other the people who wrote about them were like these are the Tartars, but they're not the Tartars. They killed the Tartars, but they came from the same direction and look like the Tartars. Oh, okay. So that could, I mean could be, could maybe happen. that's one thing. I like the idea of it being a completely different tribe with the exact same name, but they don't feel the need to note that. And also wiped their memory off the face of the earth, so they got oh, that's the same true. name. That's true. So so it's pure coincidence that they landed on the exact same <laughs> letters and syllables. <laughs> I guess that's what you'd have to reason. Perfect. So now the Midianites and Amalekites and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. You know how it's like infinite monkeys and it, or uh, like a thousand monkeys in it with a typewriter and infinite time yeah. works to Shakespeare? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> just 10,000 Jews in 100 years. <laughs> Come up with the Amalekites. They only got like, what, 20 letters? The Jews have like 13 favorite syllables. Man, it could be another like a Hebrew thing where it's the same group of letters that means something totally different. Oh, of course. <laughs> Probably does. Um, now the Okay, so the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Ab- Abyssalites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, calling them to arms and into Asher, Zebulun, Naphtali. So they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the fleshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand as you said. So this is the miracle he's asking for. He puts out a fucking blanket and he says, look, if only the blanket's wet and there's no dew anywhere else, I'll know that that's the miracle I need. What a lame miracle I know, but that's the one he's asking that's for. That's what he requested. Yeah. A wet blanket. A wet blanket. You can ask God for anything. <laughs> that's, that's the, then I'll know. Okay, you're back then. You're a Jew, right? You got your little shithole because everything sucks right now because God hates yeah, you. Yeah, you're a kid. What do you ask for? I would just say, why don't you just kill all the enemies so I don't have to do it? (laughs) Not a wet blanket. (laughs) Take one of the only things I have and make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Could you do that? Okay. So 
If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand as you said. Also, you're talking to fucking God, all right? God has appeared to you. Mm-hmm. says, I'm fucking God. You can do anything you want. He's like, I don't know, God. Make, Make this, this blanket, blanket wet. wet, but not the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called a... Then I'll know. You know what also does that? Paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just the paper towel that's wet now. Oh, my God. The, the fucking dumb... The, the, the fact that he's talking to God and... I don't believe you. I need a wet blanket. Like, I want to. Gr- I want to be four inches taller right now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, a full suit of fucking. Give me a gun. Give me a weapon that we don't have that exists yet. <laughs> give me something from the future. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, why not ask God for a weapon that doesn't exist? Make me one of those iron things. Oh fuck, I yeah. can't do that. <laughs> iron chariots. <laughs> Should you shut I, your goddamn I, mouth? <laughs> damn iron chariots. Oh. It won't give me the recipe. And so. And that is and that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung it out. And it was wet. <laughs> and wrung out the dew, <laughs> a bowl full of water. I like how the next day. So he left it there. He didn't instantaneously see it. No, it had to take overnight. He waited for the next day. So there was enough time for someone to make his blanket wet. <laughs> and you know what else you could do? You could take that blanket, dry the fucking ground with it, and then have a wet blanket. Exactly. That's what I said with like the paper towel reference. Yeah. They do the same thing. I didn't realize that till just now. Like you, t- He puts out a blanket. The whole ground is due. Oh, my God. That's retarded. Then Gideon said to God, don't be angry with me. Let me just make one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. Uh, light my pillow on fire. This time? This time? <laughs> Make the fleece dry and the ground covered with dew. What? What a fucking idiot. So they didn't wipe up the dew with the blanket. (laughs) That night, God did so. Only the fleece was dry and all the ground was covered with dew. Okay. That's the miracle, Kyle. What a miracle. Um, A blanket dried. They also didn't say it was on the ground anymore. It, it did. It did say that night that the only fleece was dry and the ground it was. It says the ground is wet, but because they, they put the blanket on a clothesline. Well, he said he did this. So in the first time, it says he put the wool fleece on it the threshing floor. But the second time, it just says make time, it dry. It says make it dry. It's implied that they did the same same series of steps. It's not implied. Okay, so Gideon defeats the Midianites. How are we doing for time? Lots of time. We got a little time, but this is a long chapter. Good long email. Okay, let's read the email because this is a long chapter. Next week, you guys, Gideon defeats the Midianites, and he does it without any miracles. Yeah, Bible's kicking this, ass. This We're is back, actually, baby. This is actually one of the interesting. Uh, I, I like. I choose to believe the Bible when I can. Yeah. When there's when it's not preposteroni Tony, and this is like a believable strategy that might work in a war. That's not really. What you, that's not what you'd think. Okay. Um. Yeah, so uh, what, what do we got for emails here, Kyle? Did well, you... Let's do the plugs before the emails. Let's switch it up. The plugs? Guys, uh, our listenership is down. I know that the true unfaithful <laughs> are out there, but uh, you guys not have been, you haven't been proselytizing. Not down by much, but fucking pissed off. we got to be growing. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. you got to take your friend's fucking phone, download iTunes. and Everyone has a jerk-off Apple You can tell eyes. them, look. I know we got in the weeds with the laws and the blankets and the tassels and the no- and the nonsense for a while there. People ask, like, do I have to go back? No. No, no you Start don't. Start right now. This is literally the best time of the Bible. Well, the beginning's crazy. 
There was all that weird shit. Then it got boring as fuck, which is literally why most people stop reading the Bible is what we got through. We did the Israel's 40 years we in the desert. We did the dirty work for you. We did the 40 years welcome. of fucking... Wa- we did 40 podcasts of fucking wandering through the desert, okay? That was insane. Now we're in the promised land, <laughs> and it's just outrageous stories after another. This is the riches yeah. that God promised you. And by the way, in this scenario, we are God. Yes. <laughs> And, I mean, like, how good was this podcast already? There was fucking Asher Poles, Fleece Miracles. Like, how often do you hear about Fleece Miracles? Yeah, I don't want you to burn your stuff, but I do want you to post our podcast on Instagram. (laughs) Do something like that. Sure. And by, I want you to light your friend group on fire. No, 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 no. By spamming Bible beaters on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Take your... So, metaphorically... Burning bridges, aka your relationship with your friends. That's a, that's a, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Also, take your blankets and put them outside. And if the blanket and the ground is wet, you should tell your friends about this podcast. That's how you know we're God. Take turn take, your sprinklers take on. Take your shirt off right now. Put it in the bathtub. Turn the water. On. And if the shirt gets wet, put it back on. If it's uncomfortable, <laughs> listen to the Bible readers. <laughs> oh man take all your belongings throw them outside if the morning some of them are gone that's a sign we exist <laughs> alright we got an email from again I gotta for, I, I don't read your name but if you want me to read your name put it in there because okay. everyone has their fucking name in their email tag and I'm like I should just, I read it I or think, should I not I don't read it I think that the thing is that like most people just you know have the Whatever you call it, your email signature on all their emails. They, everyone does. Every single person. I'm like, and like some, like where they work and shit. I was like, do you want me to know that? Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Howdy, Lord of Hosts and the Interrupter. That's not how you address the fucking Lord of <laughs> Howdy? Howdy? What the fuck is that? Shut the fuck up, Angus. <laughs> Goddamn roommate. I've been listening to this podcast for a while and I just finished Stacey Campbell, the sequel. Okay. It was a little underwhelming. She didn't have a lot of good answers. I mean, it's exactly what we thought would happen. Yeah. It's exactly what I thought would happen. We asked her a bunch of really hard questions you can't answer, and she couldn't answer them. <laughs> what a shock. I I tried to focus on the nature of God questions, because yeah. I wanted her to say God's a dick, but all she said was, they deserve it. They yeah, deserve it. Every time. They, which is insane, insanity. Yeah, doubling down. And then when I was asking her about children getting eaten by bears, oops, oh, we're out of battery. Unplugged. That was fucking bullshit. Was. I think I think she did do it. I know. She's at her own house. She could have plugged it in. I'm almost out of battery. By the way, guys, it's been at 1%. Oh, yeah, for 10 minutes. It was <laughs> That's a, a hell of a 1%. It was a sign from God. God's like, get the fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> they got iron chariots, basically, but for words. That's the one time God actually gave good advice. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's like, I have a couple questions and observations. The first observation is a long time coming. It has nothing to do with this episode. Okay. I don't know if we should read this part. Read it. Fuck Keith. <laughs> we're not trying to... Okay, we're I'm not trying to start... Oh, you guys can have that war on Reddit if yeah. you feel like it. Just re- don't read the rest I of like it. I like Keith, but... Don't read the rest of it then. I, I thought it was about us. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't don't read it all. We're not going to make this a platform. No, yeah. you can tell me after. Yeah. We're, we're putting a kibosh on listeners fighting listeners via the podcast. It's not... It's not. Do it. Yeah, do it in the fucking forums. Yeah, do it I'd read forums. that fuck out of that yeah. shit. I'll also comment and like it, but we're just not on the podcast. <laughs> Bible beaters. R slash Bible beaters on Reddit. Yeah, we're not. 
He goes real fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, real hard. So I, I don't. Yeah, next. Second observation. Caleb, your mom seems like she's a nice lady. She is. But she is a surprisingly bad on the spot for oh, a prophet of yeah, God. Right? Hey, why didn't she ask God? Oh, I, f- I should have done that. Why don't you ask God right now to give you the answer? No shit. Fuck, I'm an asshole. That's fucking great. Fact, Caleb, God doesn't fact, work I'm that way. I'm writing that down. Yeah, I'm going to tell her. That's what I've, I've told her that privately. I say, ask God. And she goes, don't put the Lord your God to the test. I'm like, well, God puts us to the test. Don't say that kind of thing. I'm like, nothing's happened. Still waiting. She probably thinks she offsets you. They do believe that. They. Yeah. My mom prays for me every day, like, please take it easy on my son. And I know he's Imagine a... God's listening to her, like, oh, I want to smite that kid so hard, but, but I, I like her. I love you, mom. Stacy. Stacy, you're a bro. Yeah, that's so dumb. You got my back. You got my back in the sense that you give get other people to give you money and you spend it for me. I really Funny appreciate thing about my back is <laughs> it's located on my cock. <laughs> All of her answers were long-winded roundabout ways of saying nothing that answered the exactly. question. Exactly. Yeah, I know you're totally right. I I I feel bad that we didn't get to the bottom of anything, but at the same time, she is one of the most prominent leaders in the Christian movement and that's what she thinks. So Dude, she literally picked the fucking current pope. She prays for the fucking presidents of fucking countries. See, I think you guys are, or some of you, think this is an isolated incident that she's just like this. They're all like this. I mean, there's some people that study religion that have answers, but the people that preach and profit pick like the good parts and tell people what well, they want to hear. And some of the answers a lot of time end up being like, yeah, kill those people. Like, they either have to go with the text. They have to. Or they have to... They deserve to die because they fucking... So that, then you get to, like, Westboro Baptist Church people. They're like, yeah, more dead soldiers. We want another 9-11. That's the That's, the that's fucking... what humanity deserves. Yeah. Or whatever. It's fucked up. Did you see... I know... I think you did because I sent you the clip of that dude... Uh, checking his phone. Checking his phone in the bank of First of all, he's sitting down doing his... Prophesizing where he just says, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, more Lord. Money, more, more money, money, more money, more money, more money. <laughs> no whammies, no whammies, stop. <laughs> and then eventually he starts texting, but he can't keep prophesizing at the same time. She just goes, ah. Ah, for like 30 seconds. Which is basically, I mean, that's perfectly sound tongues where I come from. And people are cheering. It's fucking more. Cheering morons. for that. So, yeah, well, yeah. So Some lady comes and wipes his table down, like in the middle of it. <laughs> like he's at a fucking restaurant. God told me to wipe your table down. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> but she proved that she is very good at deflecting all the hard questions. Yeah, I know. I tried to pin her down. I said yes or no. Is Did they deserve it? Well, they kind of deserved it. Yeah, she would never really answer until we, you absolutely forced it. None of her answers were very satisfying whatsoever. If a question was hard to answer, she would say, that's a very good question, and then proceed to not answer it. I know, what a bitch. By talking about something unrelated until you Dude, gave... Dude, I'm so on your side, it's crazy. Until you gave up and changed the subject. I didn't want to get bogged down on stuff, but you're right. And I've told, I told her this off the air, and she won't even listen to the podcast. I said, did you listen to how dumb you sounded? I didn't say that in those words. I thought she said she wanted to listen to it. No, she won't listen to it. I say, Mom, have you listened to the podcast? We put it out, and I go, you don't sound very good. And she goes, uh, Caleb, I was stressed. Uh, uh, uh. She also got audibly more and more distressed as you grilled her about things that she just could not answer. That's what I kind of enjoyed about it and also felt really bad because she actually is a very nice person. But She deserves to be exposed for the fucking charlatan that she is. I agree. 
I absolutely agree. And I wanted, that's why I set her up with all those, what is the Bible? Where did it come from? Is it complete? So I could hammer her down on those points. And you're, to- at, at least if it, it was unsatisfying to hear those answers because they sucked, at least you got to hear from a very prominent evangelical question. Christian, that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, extremely. My dad won't even come on the podcast. He's too scared. Yeah. No, For straight up shouldn't. He should not. <laughs> for his own business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she shouldn't have either. This goes without saying, but most of her answers either directly contradicted the Bible or directly contradicted what she herself has said before. I know. When she said that God regretted making mankind, I about lost my goddamn mind in the middle of a Chick-fil-A. You and me both, brother. <laughs> I guess that's why we got the howdy off the top. <laughs> I feel as you though... You know Chick-fil-A is a Christian organization, right? It is. They're not open on Sundays. But apparently their chicken is unfucking believable So I would eat I would eat there. Dude, chicken chicken surpasses religion in my, in my book. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I feel as though you could have asked her any other questions and you would have got the exact same answers as you did for this podcast. I think so too. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I let you down, but I at least exposed. I really enjoyed it. We're going to do more of these. She did say numer- numerous times, you should talk to a real apologist, which I find hilarious considering she talks to God directly. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't ask her that, but that is a great one. I'm, we are like, when I say working on some guests, I'm telling my mom constantly, you know, put somebody in front of me that knows what the fuck they're talking about, and I will dress them down. Yeah, because she's going to ask them, be like, you're going to get ans- asked a lot of really hard questions. I'll my send son, them the questions before. My son that knows a lot, and you know what? They're not going to want to be on it. Yeah. Why would they want to do that? Because the Bible says that they should try and convert us. That's why. Because that's why I told my mom she wasn't going to do it. My family. That my, is great. My other brothers. I didn't know it says my that. other brothers told her not. To, Listen, don't go on the podcast. What do you have to gain? You're just going to look. I was like, well, if you're a coward and you don't believe what the Bible says and you don't want to process, these are the most unbelieving people out there. Is my podcast. And if you don't want to talk to them, then fine. And she was like, I guess I'll come on your podcast. That's fucking great. You yeah. can say that to anybody. Yeah, they're cowards. We could say that to literally yeah, anybody. Debate me publicly. Let's get that dude with that mumbled into his phone. Yeah. And, I mean, I've watched so many, like, you know, hitch debates or Christian debates. The benefit of this, I guess, it's not so much a debate as, I don't, like, fuck the text and fuck, like, I like those nature of God questions because God is an asshole in the Bible. There's just no way around it. Yeah, and there so, isn't. So, I, like, like I said before, I wanted to ask, like, factual questions, like, DNA from Noah and the 600,000 and there's no way that... The apostles could have taken the roots that they said I didn't they want to hear that from her because it's archaeological. She's ex- yeah, she's and... not an expert. But as someone who talks to God and knows God's heart and sits there and prays all day, all she could say was they deserved it. Yeah, Children God, deserve to get eaten like, by She's like, I don't bears. know. I ask God. I pray him every day. He just says how good of a person I am. So. Yeah, he's real nice. <laughs> he's real great. He gives me stuff. I like this stuff. <laughs> if God... If God was real, he would have made her computer battery last for as long as the as his prophet God, you're, needed. You're exactly right. <laughs> to convert the unfaithful to worshiping him. You're exactly right, That's dude. That's fucking awesome. Or at least gave her knowledge to give better answers. That's exactly what we, we covered. You're exactly you right. It. And, uh, dude, just so you know, I've had, like, screaming, yelling fights over the last eight years over this exact stuff. So, I, I feel you, brother. And she's not, obviously... We're too far entrenched into both of our positions that neither of us will change their mind. But the benefit of doing it publicly is they get to hear. I would change my mind. 
I, I, I would, if God proved okay, himself, yes, I would absolutely sure. change my mind. But I've been asking for proof for eight years. So pick up the mountain and put it over there like the Bible <laughs> says you can do. Or grow somebody's arm back. Or shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> Why didn't he give you the power then? I thought you were one of his I favorites. I say to my mom, I go, look at that. You see that? Bushri, pick it up and put it on top of Knox. I don't care about the houses and animals and people. Go ahead. Do it. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. Go ahead. She goes, don't put God Yo, to the put test. it in the middle of Okanagan Lake. Yeah. We, just, we need an island. Smush the bridge. Kill all the Ogopogos in there. That would be fucking crazy if that actually happened. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I would have to believe in it, but then I would go, God, seriously, your book, what the hell, man? What the hell is going on in there? Dude, you were all over the place. I had no idea you were real. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Was that part of it? <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, it's a fucking prank. <laughs> it's a prank, it's bro. fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, he's got a lot of questions, too. I don't know if okay. we're going to get to all of them. Shoot. He's like, if Stacy is a prophet, questions and then labeled one. This is okay. number one. If Stacy is a prophet, why did God not speak through her to answer all those questions you guys asked her. Very good very good question. I think we answered that one already. Yeah. I mean, I can ask her to her face. I will. Yeah. Next time I talk to her on the phone, I got, I got some questions from some listeners, and she'll go, I can already predict what she'll say, which is, you know, you know, God speaks through me at different times, and God chooses what he wants to say. Stacy said that God became a man so he could relate to us. Why would God need to do this if he is all-powerful, all-knowing? It's dumb. That's, I mean, I can... You're, I will put these to my mother because they, they're the ones that have to do the mental gymnastics. But these are kind of questions that answer themselves, right? That's, it's dumb. It's dumb as fuck. I wish we could have a segment where we asked Stacy questions from the listeners. And I don't care if it's called yeah, in or here, not. Here you go. Here you go. That's a very good question. Now, you see, <laughs> the nature of God is God wants to share his heart. So when God became a man, which he, you know already was because he's God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. There's three uh -huh. facets of the same person which talk to each other, which is the same thing. So yeah. I might have lost you there, but really God loves you and that's the end. That's it? That's the whole answer. That's the whole You're thing? welcome. What about... You're welcome. <laughs> what about the part? Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Okay, guess we're moving on. He should already know everything about humans and their thoughts, emotions, etc. Oh, he does. he's supposed to know everything that ever was and everything that ever will be. Yeah, he just found a hard time relating until he actually had that dick between his legs. And then he was like, now I get it. Everybody wants to fuck everything. Yeah. And then he's like, why? Why? Why are they sticking their tongues there? It's, not, it's for shit. It's gross. Conrad. <laughs> oh, so he goes, number two. Stacy a... said that God became. A, oh, no, that was two. Sorry. Number three. Plus, why would he want to relate to us? At all, if everyone is just a stupid worship monkey to him, that he uh, needs to do everything he says or burn in hell forever. Because God wants you to know his heart. And his heart is just abounding with love. That, you have to do everything he says and love him or he punishes you. Yeah, that's love, he does Kyle. That out of love. That's love, Kyle. Do not question me. That's what I tell my girlfriend that's locked in my basement. Yeah, this, is for, okay. this, is, this is for love. I love you. I love you. No, who, you can't go outside. Who put the Band-Aid on your fucking bruises? Who gave you those bruises? Right? Don't ask that question, you bitch! <laughs> who gives you food once a day? Who, Me. Who was that comic that had... Or it was Dave Chappelle about the book about like how to treat a hoe or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that bit. 
It sounds like a Chris Rock bit, to be honest. Or my, whatever. There's a book out there that written by a pimp of like how to fucking manipulate and abuse women. And and it's like apparently, 50% of what's in the Bible. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's gone. I, so that's your answer to your third question? Four. I was going to ask a question about the Trinity here, but the idea is so retarded that I have no clue where to even start. Oh, that's not even a question. We've addressed that a bunch of times. It's the dumbest fucking idea ever. Every Christian that ever says they believe in one God is lying. The official Catholic Church stance is reason must bow to the mystery of the Trinity. There is no explanation. But isn't the official Catholic Church now stance that being gay is okay? Well, that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> and it just says the exact well, the Catholic the Church Bible. has been for, they have a long history of changing the Bible and adding shit to it. All right, that's the Catholic Luther broke away from the Catholic Church and said, "Hey, we do what the Bible says." The Catholic Church is like, "No, we fucking add rules all the time." So, Catholic Church is way off the fucking like, base. Bitch, I am the Bible. Yeah, they the infallibility of the Pope was added in like the 1800s, if that's you can believe awesome. that. The Pope doesn't make a mistake, and like 50 years later, we have the internet. And he's like, no, the Pope's never wrong. <laughs> uh, how about- has, to, has to travel in a bulletproof car. If God was really protecting him, <laughs> why would that he That is be- insane. It's the dumbest shit, man. I- I'm getting all worked up. This is great. Oh, there's so many qu- dumb questions and... What's it called? The two things don't... Uh, contradictions. Contradictions. <laughs> so, so many dumb questions and... <laughs> so uh, fucking idiot. Not match. <laughs> Look, opposite. I, as a kid, I had a lot of concussions. How would Adam and Eve... Know that eating the forbidden fruit was so bad until they did it. <laughs> we asked her that on the podcast, yeah. and she says, as a parent, you can tell your kids not to do something, right? And I go, they literally don't eat. We as children knew more than them because we have the knowledge, you know. We had the capacity to know. She's, they literally didn't yeah. have the capacity to know. So she, you know, sideswiped that question. Really, really masterfully, actually. So he goes, because eating the fruit is what brought yeah. about yeah. the... Yeah, you're right. We, we asked Dichotomy him. of good and evil and sin. Stacy used an analogy. That was horseshit. That, that when you steal something, it's not like you didn't know it was an evil thing to do until you're in jail and realize your mistake. Yes. That is the exact scenario that Adam and Eve were in. Which we pressed her on, which she just kept saying the same thing, so we moved on. There was no good or evil dichotomy, any idea of sin, until they ate the fruit. So it literally would be a situation where someone's stealing before it was immoral and illegal. Yeah. And then being thrown in jail and realizing... That's kind of funny. You know what it is exactly like? <clears throat> It, it is like saying stealing is fine, right? Yeah. There's no law against it. It's totally fine. And then as soon as you pick up that TV and take it home, they're like, actually, stealing's illegal. And now you're, and now, you're now, now, not only are you punished for your lifetime, but everyone else's lifetime for Sucks. eternity. Sucks. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, you know, I tried. She used an analogy to disprove an opposing view, but through that analogy, supported that opposing view. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, dude. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't. You know, if I had hours, I would hammer her down. The thing is, she she can't even she doesn't even think about it that way. She can't even see it a different way. Even when you lay it out plainly, if I had charts and graphs and fucking PowerPoint presentations, she would just go, "God is right." That she is literally incapable of seeing it a, a different way. Yeah, straight up. Oh, when you're when you're that committed. And your life is going well, you can't really back Like, down. Let's go back to when she was four or six years old and she saw or heard the audible voice of God and he said the exact same fucking thing that they say in church every su- Sunday. And that was the defining <laughs> moment kidding? of her life. She told us this. Oh, and I, I remember that. Remember? And I said, what a coincidence. They say the exact same thing you chanted in church every Sunday as a six-year-old. 
right? And that defined her entire life forever. Yeah. You know what? I just realized no one really goes against, like, to God or against God unless their life is in total shit. If their life is going pretty well. Yeah, she had a kind of a hard childhood, you know. Her dad was an alcoholic. They moved around a lot. Yeah, that know? sucks. She had six siblings, you know. They lived in small houses. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I don't think she was, like, abused, but. She was smoking hot. That's for goddamn sure. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I love what we guys have been doing with the podcast, and I can't wait for the live on location podcast in Israel if that becomes a reality. This was, I guess, yeah, this is an email, so. Cool. A few no, weeks old, I'm but glad yeah, we read it's it. out, dude. It is out. Sincerely, L. Ron Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks out for Harambe. Thanks for the email, bro. All right. If you guys want to send an email, you can send to BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. Thanks for listening, and we're out. Tell your friends. I'm like Jesus. I'll be a savior in the streets. A freak under the sheets. Kneel down and witness this immaculate erection, baby. Die. Just don't let me inside cause I'm home